You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 50. Wow. Listen, guys, before you quit your job, listen to this. Let's go. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you. It's intended to inspire you. It's intended to have you stand up in your circumstances and demand change for your life. I am your host, Jeff Martin of jeffadmartin.com. I am so excited to be here. Guys, this is episode 550. See, listen, I didn't know how long, I don't know how long I'm going to do this podcast for. I hope I can do it forever. But as time goes and technology changes and certain things become obsolete, maybe in a few years, podcasts will no longer be the end thing. But right now, podcasts are popping. So I'm here, I'm here with you. And I'm going to continue to give you episode after episode to give you the knowledge. But listen, I really do believe you have to celebrate the small wins. Hitting episode 50 is epic. It is unreal for me. I'm so excited that I can give you 50 episodes of some type of knowledge. I am so thankful for all of you who have been listening from the very beginning. Again, as I always say, if you allow me to bless your ears, if you are on that treadmill, if you are in that car, if you are on that public transit, if you are in that Uber or that Lyft car, I want to thank you. I am so appreciative appreciative of you listening and allowing me just to give you just a little bit of knowledge throughout your day, throughout your week, and throughout the last 50 weeks. Because again, this is episode number 50. And again, I'm so excited. So listen, guys, today's episode, before you quit your job, you got to listen to this. So along my journey of personal development, I have come across a number of people who have asked me, when is the best time to quit my job and to pursue my dreams? And I'll be honest with you, this is something that I personally have battled with over and over again because I have my own nine to five, I have my own job. And in my process of becoming me, in developing myself, in becoming the person who I believe God intended me to be, I have battled with the whole thing of going back and forth of when is it time for me to quit my job? When is it time for me to go forward and put my everything into my dreams and my goals and my passions and my desires? When is it time to do that? So I thought it was probably a good time to do an episode that speaks on that. When is it a good time to quit your job and to actually pursue the dreams that you want to pursue in your life? And I came up with a quick list that I think you have to, things you have to consider before you quit your job. See, it's a big deal to actually say, I'm going to walk into my boss's office and say, enough is enough. I'm gone. This is my two week notice. In two weeks, you're going to notice that I haven't been here in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm talking about being able to walk in and say, I've had enough. Thank you so much for the opportunity. But you know what? It's time for me to grow. It's time for me to shine. And there's so many examples of people who are out there and who are living their dreams. Like they've taken their side hustle. They've taken their five to nine and they've turned it into their nine to five. I'm one of those people who... You know, I have a dream of becoming a a, a speaker, an author, um, just a personal developer wanting to help people become their better self. 
And in this process, I would love the opportunity to actually do it full time, to drop everything else and become this individual who, again, I believe that I was intended to be in this world. But there's a process. It's just not that easy just to drop everything and to do that. And so, again, I have a list that I want to go through with you that I think is going to help you along your journey in terms of deciding when to quit your job. If you are one of those people who has a goal to pursue your dreams full time, then I commend you because I'll be honest with you, a lot of people don't have goals. A lot of people don't have any idea where they see themselves in five years, in 10 years. They just kind of go through life existing. I think it's so important for all of us to have some type of goal within our life, something that we want to achieve along our journey of being here. I don't think we just want to be here. We just don't want to exist in life. We want to actually be able to pursue at certain things. We want to be able to look back on our life one point or the other and say, I was able to achieve this goal. I was able to pursue my passion. The thing that I love, I was able to do it uh, throughout my lifetime. And so that's what I'm talking about. I think all of us have to come to some type of conclusion in our life in terms of what goals we want for ourselves. What do we want to see for ourselves? Where do we see our life going and how do we achieve? achieve it. And again, to actually put yourself into your passion, some of us want to quit our jobs. Some of us want to walk away from that nine to five and actually pursue our passion uh, and have that being our nine to five, have that being our primary uh, resource of income or source of income. So here's a list, as I said, of things that I think we need to consider before we just go into our boss's office and up and quit our job. We got to consider this list. Now, before I read out this list, I got to tell you again, this is another week when I had missed the opportunity to record this in my usual studio. I am sitting right now outside. Today is a beautiful day. If you live in a country where the sun is always shining and it's always hot outside, it's beautiful outside, then I don't know. I'm just saying you must be motivated all the time. If you live in a place where you got to deal with the winter and the cold, it can have you down a little bit. So I'm telling you right now, I'm sitting outside. It is a beautiful day. The snow is gone, it is melted, and it's a fabulous day just to be outside. So I'm recording this outside. So again, if you hear some natural noises of birds chirping and cars beeping, it's all good. It's all about the material, the quality that you're getting here as opposed to the quality of sound that you're hearing. It might not be as clean as it usually is, but it's okay. It's all about the content and what you're getting. Now back to the list. Before you quit your job, these are things that I believe you should consider. Number one, think about the exact and precise goal that you want for yourself. Now this is where I believe that you have to become real clean, clear, and honest to yourself about your goals and the method in terms of how you're going to get there. See, a lot of us have goals, a lot of us have things that we want to achieve, but how are you going to get there? What is your plan? I'm talking about a real plan that is broken down to the exact science of where you're trying to go. Because if you have a plan of, I'm going to lose weight, that is too broad and that's not going to give you the exact precise um, details of what you're trying to achieve. If you say to yourself, I'm trying to lose 25 pounds and the way I'm going to do it is every single week I'm going to go out, I'm going to run this amount. My goal is to lose two pounds a week you know, and you break it down that way, it makes so much sense. There's a method that you can follow. Now, losing weight is obviously not a goal that you're trying to achieve to quit your job before you quit your job. But what I'm saying is I'm using as an example, 
You have to be able to have your goals really detailed, like detailed out to the point where you have point by point exactly all the things that you're looking to achieve in the process before you quit your job. You have to have a real detailed outline of everything you want to do and also have it include the hiccups along the way. If you come across these certain things, this is the way I'm going to deal with it. It's going to take this amount of money to get to this step and I'm gonna use these resources to, uh, to provide this money to get to step number one, two, and three. Detail, detail, detail. That's really what you need before you think about quitting your job. The goal that you have in mind, your passion that you're looking to pursue, you have to have it broken down in the precise detail, like broke it down so it is forever broken. You break it down so you can figure out everything along the journey and you have an answer for any obstacle that you might come across along that journey. Number two, before you quit your job, consider this. Get the approval of those around you. Now, I say that knowing that your dream is your dream and your dream is not anybody else's dream and no one else is going to see it like you. But what I say to get the approval, I'm not saying that you have to ask mom and dad, is it okay if I quit my job? But what I'm saying is some of you have a mortgage, some of you have children, some of you have a spouse, and it's important that before you walk home and say, honey, I just quit my job because I'm about to become a home baker, right? You got to make sure that things are cool at home. Like maybe you talk to your spouse and you say, all right, I'm going to have this nest egg of money sitting aside before I quit my job. I'm going to make sure that I have put X amount of time into learning my craft before I quit my job. There's so many things that you are able to do in the process before you get to quitting your job, before you quit your job, but make sure there's a plane going by. <laughs> See the natural sounds of being outside. I love it. All right. Again, make sure that you speak to the people who are closest to you to ensure that everybody's okay with you going down the path of you pursuing your dreams, not just pursuing your dreams, but actually quitting your job. Because again, quitting your job means that you are potentially leaving other people in the position where they have to fend for themselves. Your money that's coming in from your job might be the income or part of the income that's helping your family pay the bills and pay the mortgage and, and do whatever it takes to have your family live the life that you are living. So before you quit your job, ensure that you have the approval of the people who matter to you and are closest to you. Number three, consider the commitment this dream is going to require from you. See, some people think if I quit my job, it's going to free me up of 40 hours. And so I can use that 40 hours to actually really work at my dream. And that is true. But it's possible that your dream, your desire, your passion is going to take 80 hours. So don't necessarily expect that the 40 hours that you now have that's free after you quit your job. Don't expect that that's all it's going to take. Sometimes it will take a lot more than that 40. It might take 50, 60, it might take 90 hours. It might take you working well into the night. Does that work for you? Does that work for your family? Is that something that your wife or your husband's going to be happy about because you've dedicated every moment of your life? Now you're missing magical family moments, you're missing birthdays, you're missing parties, you're missing outings because you're dedicating all this time to your passion. Maybe it works for you, maybe it doesn't. But what I'm saying to you is, really have an understanding of what your dream is going to require. 
are you going to be doing a lot of traveling? If you're doing traveling, are you going to take your family with you? Can you afford to do that? Are you going to be leaving your family at home? Can your family afford you being away from home? These are all things you have to consider along your journey. Consider the commitment that this dream is going to require from you because if it is your dream, it is going to require some type of commitment. Make sure that this commitment is something that could be done not only by you, but the people around you and that they're okay with it as well. Number four, consult a mentor or get professional advice. Now, before you jump into your dream, before you jump into your goal, you got to understand the industry. And to understand the industry, you really should get some type of mentor, someone who's been there, someone who's done that. Like you might say to yourself, I have a great idea. I'm going to open a company that is going to rent out DVDs, going to rent out videos, right? You think this is the best, most innovative idea you've ever heard in 2018. And then you get a mentor and the mentor says to you, yo, that is the worst idea ever because that idea has been done and it is it is over with. Everybody's streaming now online, right? You got to get someone who is smarter than you in that area of expertise, who's going to tell you, yeah, Jeff, that's a great idea. Or Jeff, that idea is a horrible idea. Within five years, that whole industry is going to be obsolete. You got to get someone who understands that area of expertise more than you do. Get professional advice before you up and quit your job. Go out there and seek somebody who is in that industry who can actually help you and give you the advice that you need that's going to help you be successful in the job that you're pursuing, in that goal that you're pursuing. Number five, have a plan B. Hmm, have a plan B. Now, I've heard many people say, don't go after a plan B. Don't have a plan B because if you have a plan B, that means you're not trying hard enough at your plan A. And I get it. I really do. I really do believe you have to put pretty much all of your eggs in one basket. You have to bank on your plan A working. You have to put all your efforts into that plan A because if you have a plan B, that means it's almost like that prenup, that wedding prenup. Like I'm going to be married for the rest of my life but just in case, I'm gonna have a prenup, right? So I get it when people say, put all your eggs in one basket. But what I'm saying is, have maybe one or two eggs in a second basket. I'm not saying that you should put much planning into your plan B, but what I'm saying is, if you walk away from that job and you go into that dream, you go into that passion, and it doesn't work out, what are you going to do next? How are you going to move on from that next? And I think even if you go after your dream and dream number A doesn't work out, you can maybe, you know, kind of divert from that and still have a dream, but it's a little different than what you initially imagined. But again, I think you should always have some type of plan where you can, again, take care of your family, take care of your friends or your loved ones or the people who you are responsible for in the process. If you quit your job and you jump into the fact that I'm going to be an NBA player, I'm going to be a professional soccer player, and you're not very good, there's a good chance that you may have to fall back on something else, right? So what I'm saying is don't put everything into a plan B. Put everything into a plan A 
but just consider the fact that if this goal cannot be reached, if your passion that you're going after, the thing you're trying to achieve, if for some reason it can't be reached or you have to detour just a little bit from the original plan, just have something in mind. Again, going back to what I spoke about earlier, when you have to be real and honest about writing things down and how you're going to achieve your dreams, you should have something written in there that says, what if this doesn't work out? What's going to happen? How am I going to move through this and how am I going to deter through uh, the first plan and maybe still have a dream, but have it a little different than how it was first planned out. So again, have some type of second plan. It doesn't have to be a full plan B. Like maybe it's not a plan one, but maybe it's a plan one A, if that makes sense, right? Number six, get your feet wet first. Get involved in your passion before quitting. Now, again, I've talked about this before. You need to have your passion become your side hustle. If you love it that much, have it become your side hustle. Have it become your five to nine. When you are done your job and you're done your nine to five, you go home and you work on your five to nine. Meaning if you're writing that book, when you get home and the kids go to sleep, you work on that book. If you're working on that podcast, here I am working on this podcast, you do it when you are done your nine to five. But whatever your hustle is, whatever your side hustle is, you gotta work on it. You gotta put your feet into it before you quit your job. You can't sit back and say, I quit my job. All right, perfect. Now that I quit my job, I'm going to become a pilot. It doesn't work. You have to start taking those lessons, those pilot lessons, way before you consider quitting your job, way before you consider walking away from that nine to five, from that source of income that's been taking care of you. You have to get your feet wet first and get yourself involved in that five to nine. So again, if you are that baker, then start baking on your time off. Start baking on that week on those weekends because before you know it, people are gonna start demanding your cookies. They're gonna start demanding your cakes and maybe you can turn that, hopefully you can turn that into your main stream of income and find Finally quit that job. But before you quit that job, start baking on the side. Have people taste your product to the point where it becomes something that people start to demand. Number seven, consider your sources of income as well. You don't need to worry about the money, but you have to have a plan. And again, I talk about this one um, very cautiously because I don't think you should really consider the money. Now I say that knowing that you have a mortgage you gotta pay. You got rent that's due. You got kids who need braces. You got things, medication. You got things that need to be taken care of. And I get it. But what I'm saying is, do not look at it as you're looking at the money side of things. Like how much is my passion going to pay me? Because you're going to be happier if you are pursuing your passion. You're going to be more content if you are pursuing your goals as opposed to working at a job that you don't really like, you're just there for the money to take care of your bills. So when I say don't really watch the money, I'm saying don't really watch the money, but just kind of glance at the money, if that makes sense, right? Consider your sources of income. See, you have an opportunity to make money on the side in other ways, right? I had a friend of mine who was uh, working at a job. 
he decided he was going to start working at his dream. But in the process, he loved to go to the gym. And so he decided to become a personal trainer. So in the process of quitting his nine to five, he became a personal trainer to help to subsidize his income while he became or while he worked at his his goals, his, his dream job. And again, that's something you're able to consider if you can start doing a bit of a side hustle to your side hustle and start making a bit of an income there. That's going to help to subsidize your main income to, again, slowly get you away from your nine to five and slowly having you go into working at your passion full time. Number eight, do not burn bridges. Do not burn bridges. People have these goals. They have these thoughts of, you know what I'm going to do when I quit my job? I'm going to get a band. I'm going to make up a song. I'm going to go in there talking about, I quit, I quit, I quit. I quit, I quit, I quit. Listen, you can't do that. I mean, you could do what you want to. You're grown. But what I'm saying is you should not do that. Do not burn bridges. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was somebody who was talking about how they walked away from the nine to five and created a brand new job. And they said years after being successful, they ran into their old boss and their old boss came to them and was like, you know what? I commend you for what you did. You walked away from the security of a job, from a pension, and you were able to fulfill your passion and fulfill your dreams in opening your own business. And what the person said was their old job, their old boss rather, actually hired them as a consultant because they really liked who they were as an individual when they worked there. If you start working as your nine to five or if you quit your nine to five and start working on your passion full time, so long as you don't burn bridges, you never know how your cross your paths can cross in the future. Like consider the fact that a lot of companies have Christmas parties. And if you decide to quit that job that you're sitting at a computer and you're typing away, just entering data and you absolutely hate your job, but you have a catering company on the side, you can actually maybe later on when your catering company becomes real big, maybe you can start catering your, your, your Christmas parties at your old job right? If you go in there burning bridges and telling off your boss, telling your boss, I quit, I hate you. That's never going to happen. You're never going to get that uh, opportunity to cater that company, right? To cater that company's uh, Christmas parties. But again, that's just an example. What I'm saying is never burn bridges. You never know when you're going to run into that person in the future and how they can actually help you to push your dreams forward. So, Get those ideas out of your head about quitting your job through, you know, dirty, nasty methods and just be a gentleman, just be a lady and hand in your resignation when it's time and quit. And you just never know how it's going to make a positive impact in the future. Number nine, make your job your investor. Out of all the points that I made today, I think this is the biggest one. Make your job your investor. See, what that means is while you are at your job, before you quit your job, there are so many things that you can take from your job before you actually quit and start doing your dream job full time. And I'm not talking about taking a stapler. I'm not talking about taking a roll of tape. What I'm talking about is there are courses that you can take on your job that perhaps your job can pay for right? That can actually benefit your job that you're working at now, but it can actually benefit your side hustle as well. See, I've had the fortunate opportunity at the job I'm working at to pay for some of my education. 
And because it paid for some of my education, I have this now. It benefits me as an individual, Jeff Martin, and the job paid for it because they believe it benefits the job as well, which it can and which it does. But what I'm saying is this job has paid for my education. If I had to pay for this education by myself, I don't know if I would have it because it would take a certain amount of money uh, to do so. So what I'm saying is allow your job to be your investor, whether it be through courses, whether it be through uh, learning customer service. Customer service goes a long way and most jobs want you to take courses or learn a certain level of customer service and in most side hustles and most jobs out there, you need customer service, whether it be through selling or whatever it is for you. But customer service goes a long way. You could learn that in your nine to five. You can learn that in your regular job and take those skills you learn and apply them to your five to nine or to your your side hustle turn your main hustle. See, back in the day, I used to work at this job where I did a lot of traveling and I traveled to the U.S. to most major cities in the U.S. And at the time, myself and some friends of mine, we had a clothing line. See, we were real innovative at that time. And I had a clothing line that I was really trying to blow up. And I recognized that every time I went to a major city, I walked into, I had the opportunity to walk into an urban clothing store because that's the people that we were looking to service at that time. And I walked into the urban clothing store and I was like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm from Toronto, Canada. And that alone threw them for a loop because they're like, I've never met anybody from Canada. So right away, I grabbed their interests and I told them about my clothing line and the things I was trying to do with my clothing line and how it really fit into their, their store. And they were like, I'm sold. Like, as soon as you get some product, let me know, hit me up. And I made a lot of different contacts with urban clothing stores within major cities in, in, in uh, the U.S., the United States. And now I'm sorry to say that the clothing line never took off for a number of other different reasons. But my point being is I was doing a job. And while I was doing this job, I actually had the opportunity to enhance my five to nine. So while I was in that city doing a certain job, I was actually out hitting up these urban clothing stores looking to see if they would carry my product. And I made a number of contacts in this process. So again, I used my job as my investor and I used it to better or to move my five to nine, my side hustle forward, even though I was there for my nine to five. So again, out of all these points I've made today, I think the number one point that you gotta look at is making your job your investor, using it in any way you can possible to increase your odds in allowing your dream job, your dream, your hustle, your, your, your passion to become what you want it to be, your actual full-time job. Use your job, your nine to five, to become your investor. All right, good people, listen up. See, I know you have a burning desire in you to allow your dreams and your passion to come through. You have a push in you that wants to say, I wanna partake in my passion full time. And I got that too, believe me, I do. And I'm taking baby steps to get there and I think you should do that as well. But listen, you gotta make sure before you quit your job, you got a number of things in place. Because once you have these things in place, you are able to secure what you have and then to continue to go forward. And then you can actually pursue that dream job that you have, that goal, that passion, the thing that makes you tick, you can actually pursue that. But it's important that you secure everything that you have within your life now before you go forward. Let's not make any rash decisions. Let's make sure that we're making the proper moves at the exact times that they are supposed to be made. 
but don't do anything rash and just get up and quit your job. Do yourself a favor and go through these points and make sure you have things secure as you push forward in your side hustle. So to allow that to become your main hustle, make your job your investor. Don't burn bridges. You gotta make sure you don't burn bridges. As you go forward, you make all the contacts you can, even if it's with people that you may not like because you never know how it's going to impact you later on. Make your job your investor. There's a lot of things that you can learn along your journey while you're working at your nine to five. And while you learn them, you take those lessons and you apply it to your dreams. You apply it to your goals and to your passions and then you watch them, you make them come true. Continue to work at your job, but while you are doing that, continue to work on your passion. One day, I guarantee one day, your passion, your goals, all the things you want in life will be your main hustle. But in the process, while you wait, don't just quit your job. There are so many lessons that you can learn along the way. You learn them and work on, continue to work on your dreams. And again, one day, they will be your full-time reality. All right, good people. Thank you so much. I'll see you at the top of the next episode. Peace.